And it's time for Adelaide Tech Guy, Richard Pascoe. Hello, Richard. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, Matthew. What a glorious day. Beautiful day, wasn't it? Nice and warm. You've got the T-shirt on. We've done the T-shirt yeah. today. So, yeah, we've had dinner tonight at the Havelock Hotel. Good to see people sitting outside enjoying Adelaide. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah, the hospitality, don't, don't go down the hospitality path. They're not happy, the pub owners. Yeah, I know about, that. So, yeah. yes. All right, we'll find out more about that. Now, a lot of talk about COVID today, obviously. That reminds us of the COVID app that we uh, Do we remember issued. that? Yeah, where we had to download it on our phones. It was a big, expensive ad campaign, I remember. It was. So, we, as of October the 4th, we'd actually spent $9.1 million on the COVID app that launched back in April 2020. Now, that included $2.7 million given to Amazon Web Services wow. to host it. Uh, the remainder of the cash was spent on, and hold on for the ride here, Matthew, mm -hmm. a series of capabilities that have been used from the market, ranging from the use of strategy services, development servers, and also legal services. I've stopped hanging on. You've got any idea? <laughs> no. No, neither have I, Matthew, as well. They were asked way more questions as they handed the COVID app over to the Department of Health earlier this month. They had nothing more to add, and suddenly... They just gave it away wow. for the good part of 18 months. They did say, however, that there have been 7.7 .7 million COVID safe app registrations. They don't know how many people downloaded the app and then deleted it, which I think is poor. Yeah, I did um, that. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all done it. Yeah. Um, but nobody uses it anymore. It's all, no. Q, it's all QR codes. Now, yeah, of course. Which is working well. Yeah. It, working very well. Forever, I think. Yes. Um, Donald Trump now <laughs> kicked off Twitter and I think Facebook too. Yes. So where's he at? Adrift. What would you expect from the Donald? He is going to start his own version of Twitter, and it's not going well. Oh, really? It's called the Truth Social. So that they they declare that they're going to become a media powerhouse yeah. uh, in their long-running war against big tech. Um, but you'd think he'd call it Trumper. I would have thought something on there <laughs> yes. as well. Uh, the sites, when it did go up for a while, because yeah. it's already been pulled down, had mm. lax security on it, rehashed features. It does look a bit like Twitter. Mm. Um, some bizarre design um, decisions as well. Really? There was an open sign-up page which allowed anyone to use the site shortly after it was revealed, um, sparking the crash in the Donald J. Trump account. Uh and a picture of a pig doing something which we can't say oh, on this time of night oh, wow. as well. So, yes. Um, was everything well. orange or the, the background? Really? Yeah, I was wondering that as well. <laughs> so a Washington Post reporter actually registered on the account and under the name of Mike Pence, yeah. um, and nobody blocked it. As soon as that went up, it, it got his the account got removed offline. Right. Um, he, he's saying the true social it was basically a reincarnation of, of Twitter on there as well. On it, you can post truths, mm. just like tweets. Yep. Retruths, retweets, and there's also a truth feed in there as well, a Twitter feed on there as well. So it's not originally concept, but according to tech people out there, yeah. there is a uh, open source code called Mastodon. Um, as well, and all he's done is pinched all that code and put it up there, hasn't you right. know, as well. So, you know, people are starting to go, well, well, this might actually end up in court as well. So he can't do anything original. I apologise if you're a Donald Trump fan out there as well, but um, I don't think we, this might see the light of day for quite a while yet. Wow, okay. What about Parley, which has been out, and that's supposed to be uh, an alternate to, to Twitter? It is, but he wanted one of his own. Right. And, and I still think it's to get people to pay oh. on there because that was the big thing that, you know, he's got so many supporters, they all pay $5 a month. Yeah. It helps finance the next election right. campaign 
out there. Okay. That was the big thing amongst tech tech people out there when all of this happened. Goodness me. All right. Good luck. Um, online privacy codes requiring social media and gaming sites to get parental cons- consent. Well, about time. Oh, look, I think it's a really good thing on there as well. So they announced a new code on Monday. So Australians under the age of 16 could be required to have their parent or guardian sign off on their use of social media platforms. Uh, including Reddit and even Zoom. Hmm. I don't know how they're going to do this. It's a proposed law at the moment. So it's about protecting kids from social media companies and any platform that allows chatting on there as well. When you talk to parents about this sort of thing, they've got literally no idea, so I don't know how they're going to enforce the kids to go along and do it. Right. Um, You know, it worries me a bit, this sort of thing, that when the government tries to come out. So they're trying to expand their Privacy Act um, but it's about verifying your age. Now, I don't know how you're going to verify kids' age on Facebook and Twitter and you know all of those other acts on there as well. I think it'd be far better to go along and say, if you post on that platform, we know who you are. Yeah. What, no matter what age you are, we've got an email address. We can confirm where you are. And I think that would stop a lot of the crap that we see right. on social media um, on there as well. The online privacy code will also require organisations to not use or disclose an individual's personal information if that individual asks for it not to be shared. All good in theory. Yeah. But as we have um, over 8 billion email addresses freely available from people that where this sort of thing has failed online, I can't see it getting over the line without okay. some rigorous intervention on there as well. Right. There was a thing in the United Kingdom once where um, if you wanted to browse adult sites, mm. um, they proposed you go to the post office and buy a licence. Really? Yeah. No one went? Or... No, that didn't get over the okay. line. Can you imagine going to the post office I and, know. you know, can yeah. I pick up my porn licence, yes. please, on yes. there as well and pay your money? You need to wear a raincoat and pop it inside the exactly pocket. Exactly right. I'm buying it. For a friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Hilda has called in. I don't know if it's a good time to go to Hilda, but anyway, Hilda's <laughs> called in from Salisbury. Hello, Hilda. Hello, Richard and uh, Matthew. Hi, Hilda. Uh, a couple of weekends ago, uh, my computer crashed. The, uh, the blue screen came up and I couldn't get it um, back again and I spent a bit of time pressing all sorts of buttons. Yep. A message came up which I didn't understand. Do you want to open sticky keys? Mm. Right, uh, that that means that's an accessibility thing on there as well. So you pressed a combination of keys um, that wants to put up an on-screen keyboard. Yeah. Anyway, I finally got it back. I don't know what I did, but I googled up how to get um, rid of a, a blue screen, and it said to hold the power button down for. Yep. 12 or 15 seconds, mm-hmm. which I, uh, you know, which I did, um, which I must have done to get something back. Yep. Anyway, um, but since then, a couple of times, the blue screen has uh, popped up and I did that uh, 12 second thing. And I'm just wondering, is this, uh, is the computer trying to tell me something? <laughs> Hilda, how old is it? Oh, it's about four years old. Right, so it shouldn't be the hard drive, Hilda, right. on there if it's only four years old. So have you checked for Windows updates, Hilda? I update my Windows all the time. Um, I haven't... Uh, well, when the screen came back, the first thing it did was update it, but yep. I don't... 
but I had updated it, you know, um, a few days before that. Just, just uh, when you go into Windows updates, Hilda, that there is also yeah. a, an optional updates as well. Yeah. Right, so see that, and there's all down, or you can click, and then you can see some optional updates that might be done. Try those as well. Right. All right, what brand's your computer? Dell. A Dell one. Definitely yeah. try for the optional updates on there as well. Optional updates. All right, and also yeah. just have a look on your computer for um, a Dell updater as well. You should have one of those as well, and check if Dell have got any updates for the drivers on there as well, because... When you get blue screens, it's either the hard drive or it's it's something has been updated and it's not the right driver on there, and that's why it's crashing. All right. So, yeah, so my computer should be all right if I do all that. Yeah, without me driving out to Salisbury and having a look. Um, because well, four, four years old, four years old hard drive should be fine. Yeah. Um, if, well, you, if you were eight or nine years old, Hilda, I might say your hard drive might be, you know, on its way out. Right. Um, because it happened on a weekend, I didn't uh, ring a tech because I thought I'd have to pay a call out, you know. Yeah, most, most, most won't come and see on the weekend, Hilda. No. And, oh, oh I've lost my trainer. So, okay. Thank you very much, right. Richard. No I'll, do, I'll do those things. Thanks, Hilda. Good on you, Hilda. If you've got questions for Richard Pascoe, Adelaide Tech Guy, 8223-0000 is the number. 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis. Monterey. For people with Apple computers, this must mean something. It came out today. So it's the new operating system for Macs out there as well. So if you've got, let's say, an iMac from 2000 and I think it's 15 onwards... You can run Monterey on there as well, if right. and you're stuck with. The, I think I've got to get all my my names right here. Big Sur is what you're up to date to now. Yeah, uh, that'll be the last time you'll be able to get high an Sierra. update. You're on High Sierra, yeah. which is actually older, isn't it? <laughs> two before right. um, out there as well, but it's still going to do you for the next two to three years okay. at least. On there, so you know, I mean, Apple computers are going through a big change at the moment with their own chips, right? Um, as well, I, I got to set up um, for a um, design firm just across the road one of the brand new iMacs last week. Magnificent device, super quick and super fast. Okay, but they're starting to cut as Apple always do in the end. They start to cut people off to get them to move up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as well, a bit like what's going to happen. To, I've got to say to Windows Ten in two thousand twenty-five, right? Because um, I'm already seeing people with Windows Eleven computers out there now. Yes. So Windows Ten will run out in twenty twenty-five on there. So we've still got a few more years. You'd have a few more years on with your Mac as well, as long as the hard drive on all the hardware keeps working. Yeah. Where it gets complicated for people is that uh, if they have, let's say, a, a, a Mac from, let's say, eight, nine years ago and they haven't done anything with it mm. and software develops in front of the operating system and then you come along and go, that's got to be upgraded and there's a bit few incompatibilities around. Right. You know, such as, you know, we had a um, client with a printer uh, that they got before they bought the computer. So it's about nine years old. Still used to it fine. But when we upgrade the operating system, there was no drivers on there for Epson to 
run certain software right. on it. Wow. So, so the computer doesn't talk to the printer. Doesn't now. talk. It, it yeah. will talk to it, but it doesn't do everything that the client wants out right. there as well. And they didn't want to buy a new printer. Okay. So you've got to say, well, you're going to have, you have to go to, and buy yeah. a new printer on there as well. Isn't, isn't all this meant to make life easy, all this technology? In it? If you put your hand in your pocket, it, do, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it literally it does. Of course I mean, it does. There are some great new features coming out in Monterey. So if you've got an iPad mm. and you put it next to your Mac computer with Monterey, you can drag an item from your iPad straight onto wow. the Mac and vice versa. Oh, how amazing is that? As well. And it's a lot more integrated now into the iPads and the iPhones out there. So what you do on one device, you can carry through on another device. Yeah, right. And it's all about keeping you secure as well. But um, for people, it's a 12 gig download. Wow. So, you know, if you start it tonight, you'll probably get it in the morning and let it install on there as well. I've been running Monterey wow. now for... About four or five months okay. on there as well because I, I take part in the early the early releases of yeah. them as well and it seems it runs fine. It's just the a coat of polish on Big Sur on there as well. Right, goodness me! All right, so technology amazing. It is. I was just going to say, um, have you seen the ad for Google TV? No. It's an ad for Google, the Google TV app at okay. the moment. Yeah. Now, if you've got one of the new TVs out there, which has got the Android operating system, I've got a T-Seal, which has it, and they advertise a Google TV. You can see anything you want, and then somebody says, um, hey, Google, play Stranger Things on Netflix. This is in the ad. This is in the ad. Yeah. Every time that comes on, Matthew, my TV stops <laughs> what I'm watching at the time. I know it's a commercial, people, oh, well. and goes over to start playing Netflix and Google and um, the Google TV right. app on there as well. Goodness me. As well. It's annoying, yeah, so you've got to go and switch it on. But it, it's part of the thing now that, that saying things like, you know, hey, Google, mm. uh, hey, Google, listen to f play 5AA, and everybody's loathing me now because their <laughs> Google apps are all coming to life as well because that's what we do now. And you can say, you know, for the people, the Amazon ones, Alexa, play 5AA, they're all starting to come to life as well wow. on there. Good. So it's exactly right. You're going to say it's every, every time you're on air. Yeah, now. yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Perfect. That's good. That's what the rest of the night's program is going to be. Um, the iPod turns 20. Goodness it's me. It's amazing, isn't it? Um, you know, because it, it is a different, uh, it's a different time now. So back in October, October 23rd, 2001, Steve Jobs introduced what was the future of music on there as well. So mm. this small device allowed us to carry a thousand songs in our pocket yeah. um, as well. Now, one of the quotes I always liked in this story was that Apple has long been praised for giving people exactly what they didn't know they wanted. Yes. As well. And it's, I think it's a great statement. So, you know, Steve got up stage and said, you know, music's a part of every day, everyone's life that has been around forever and it's and basically won't be going anywhere. Now, the iPod stopped uh, being made in 2019 because it was all about streaming music yeah, then yeah. as well. So, you know, for those people out there that can't remember a lot of the iPods, the first one was 10 centimetres tall, five centi six centimetres wide, two centimetres thick. It weighed around 180 grams, 10 hours of battery life, five gig of storage with a 1,000 songs. Wow. If we look at an iPhone today, because that carries our music around for us as well, we can go out and buy an iPhone 13 now that has one terabyte of storage 200 times yeah the size of the ipod it, it is amazing how it's, it's come um the resulting impact on the music industry was was monumental we've got to say out there as well mm. um because you know we could suddenly go along and buy one song not the whole album yeah which is good 
That's all you want. Yeah, and the people like Sony um, hated that. Yeah. Hated that with a passion um, because they, they had a drug reference into people going along and doing that, which I can't actually repeat on air um, for it. Uh, but, you know, it's it's to me, it, it was great to go on a sky. I want one song, I want that song, but I don't want some of the crap yeah, that yeah. comes with the album on yeah. there as well. Mind you, have we all forgiven Apple yet for giving us U2's album? No. It was a free album. What were you whinging uh, about? And suddenly it just appeared on yeah, the outrage you, over that was amazing. You can't get rid of it. No. <laughs> I wish you could. Anyway, <laughs> not a U2 fan. Um, that's amazing, though. The iPod, 20 years. Yes. I remember them coming out. It's crazy. Yep. Uh, we all have too many programs starting on our computers. What's going on there? So you, have you ever bothered to go along and look in your computer and see what starts when your computer starts up? No. So on on a Mac, if you go into your um, profile on there yeah. and you know, click on Matthew and you have a look and it'll show you every program that starts. Most of them you can stop, especially on a Mac, so it's just the pure operating system that okay. starts on there yeah. as well. So, you know, I always encourage people who is on Windows 10, Windows 11, go in, have a look, um, and just see what's starting at startup. Because you can remove 90% of it quite comfortably. Because over the years, every time we've installed a program on there, it will start at startup. So that's why computers progressively get slower and slower and slower. So on, on Windows 10, there's Task Manager as well, and there's yep. a little Startup tab. What I've done is I've put all the instructions up on the website for people. So if people want to head over to adelaidetechguide.com.au, they'll be able to learn how to stop all these programs loading at startup. Okay. Just so that, you know, it it, it increases, it, it makes it quicker for you to use a computer. Yeah, yeah. And makes that boot time a lot less. I took 15 seconds off somebody's today. Right. Which they were very, very happy about. Okay, good to know. And... Um Elaborate uh, crypto cats food delivery scam stealing quite a lot of money. I thought this was one of the funniest stories I've actually heard in a long time. So um, it all happened in England. So that there was a thing called Crypto Eats, and what they did was they got influencers to promote it. They created T-shirts. They had all these different things. It was this new startup Crypto Eats that would compete against Uber Eats by allowing customers to pay for food delivery in cryptocurrency. Um, the creators mocked up this logo. They got TikTok influencers. They threw a party. People invested in it. Two minutes after it's all done, they all got the money. The people just disappeared with a half a million dollars wow. and gone. Wow. <laughs> wow. Funny you should say that because this is Scam Watch Week, isn't it, or similar uh, in terms of online security? Isn't there a, a week or a day or something? Oh, I'm sure oh. Yeah, all this. It's probably, always Scam Watch Week. Yeah, it always is, I know. But there's something going on about all of that, and they're, they're just warning us that um, there could potentially be, here we are, Australian Cyber Security Report. Um, which finds Australian businesses overconfident in their abilities to withstand a cyber attack, yep. despite over two-thirds expecting to be targeted in the next year. And so it will happen. All, they're all ready for it, and they no, reckon... They're, they reckon no, no, they're not. Yeah, they reckon they can withstand it, but no. Good luck. Yeah. Who, 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 wrote, who wrote that press release? Uh, probably a, a security company, I'm sure. Or, or the government minister. Yeah. Because yeah. we're all down for that, so yeah. Not the ones I've dealt with at okay. the moment. People are pretty good. And I will say to Matthew, people, you're the security expert, mm. not the software on there. Yeah. Right? So, you know, if you go along and, you know, you try and click something you know you shouldn't deep yep. down click, yep. you've done it. 
and people go along, but the antivirus should stop me on there to go along and no. do that. It's never going to stop. He says, Matthew's the boss of this computer. Yeah. He can do what he wants. Emails, do what you want. And every time we've seen one of these things take place, it can be, it's always by human error. Yeah. They've clicked, they've got, yeah, I need to change my email, my password. And we just keep going and going through it. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's about sitting back, Think before you click every time. That's the best advice. There we go. Good advice too. Richard, if anyone wants to find you during the week, head over to adelaidetechguide.com.au.